Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The return of Simone Biles will surely jumpstart interest in NBC's coverage from Tokyo. And boy, there have been some very heartwarming stories from these Olympic Games. One of my favorite videos from the Olympics is the two high jumpers that decided to share their gold medal. Great stuff. Just check it out. Sportsmanship lives on very strong in the Olympic movement. This is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, August 3rd. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Let's start with the NBA as its free agency period opened yesterday, and we were all hit with a flurry of deal after deal with a number of teams spending very heavily, including the Miami Heat. They plan to re-sign Jimmy Butler to a $184 million maximum extension. They did a sign-and-trade deal for Kyle Lowry, a new three-year $90 million deal. Overall, a massive opener for the NBA, which is still sorting through losses from the pandemic. But you'd never know it last night as just hours into free agency, the NBA's 30 teams agreed to deals worth more than $1.1 billion. That's according to the Washington Post. And most of the deals centered on teams retaining their own players, in part because only a handful of teams really have open cap space. Deals will become formal on Friday, but you'll see more deals trickle out over the next few days. The NBA also set its salary cap for next year. It was up slightly from, of course, the 2021 salary cap. Let's shift to college sports. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bob Bowlesby spoke before a very interesting audience yesterday. Yes, he spoke before the Texas State Legislature, and he discussed the future of college sports in Texas. Very interesting timing considering the Texas Longhorns' pending move to the SEC. Bob Bowlesby estimated that the remaining eight Big 12 schools could lose as much as $14 million per year in TV revenue when Oklahoma and Texas leave the Big 12. He added that the Big 12 distributes around $28 million in TV money per school, and Oklahoma and Texas accounted for 50% of that. Bowlesby was again very tough in his language, saying that Texas and Oklahoma deceived and undermined the conference. He also mentioned a potential merger possibly with another conference as one of the possibilities the Big 12 will consider. But let's not kid ourselves. The lack of trust is a huge story we're seeing emerge here. There are very hard feelings throughout the Big 12 toward Texas and its athletic director, Chris Del Conte, who for years has had close relationships around the Big 12. Oklahoma Athletic Director Joe Castiglione said that standing pat would mean falling back, hence their move to the SEC. But he acknowledged the news breaking as it did was not healthy and not positive as he didn't have a chance to tell his longtime friends and partners throughout the conference of their pending move. You're also sensing distrust of SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey over his role at both expanding the college football playoff 
and recruiting Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC at the same time. So these wounds are deep. These wounds are real, and that'll be a big factor going forward in college sports. Let's move on. Vaccination policies are becoming more clear in sports organizations. Yesterday, we reported that the NFL is making the vaccination mandatory for league employees who do not have a qualifying disability or sincerely held religious beliefs or practices. The NFL ordered its workforce to return to the office full-time by September 1st. The league said that more than 90% of its main New York office is already vaccinated, 85% of its New Jersey office vaccinated, and 80% of its LA office fully vaccinated, but the league making vaccinations mandatory. The NBA will also require its league employees out of its New York and New Jersey headquarters to be vaccinated before returning. The NBA is requiring employees to return on Monday, September 13th. The NBA will take a hybrid approach with staff mandated to have three days a week in the office in staggered schedules. Finally, the Pac-12 will also require all employees of its headquarters to be vaccinated. Let's shift to the NFL team news because we talked on the Buzzcast yesterday about the Buffalo Bills and their pursuit for a new stadium. Well, the team offered a rebuttal to a Buffalo News report that stated the franchise wanted more than a billion dollars in public support to build a new facility. The team called the figure inaccurate, but it declined to offer more details. They did admit that they will seek some public funding for a new Bills Stadium. A source close to the team said the franchise had never threatened to move the Bills to another city, but the team made clear to state officials that other cities are interested. Interestingly, ESPN's Seth Wickensham yesterday afternoon reported that an ownership source told him that Austin, Texas is a possible destination if things don't work out for the Bills in Buffalo. Let's shift to media news because DirecTV has now fully separated itself from AT&T. So now it owns and operates AT&T's former video business. Now, why is this important? Well, remember, DirecTV holds the exclusive rights to the NFL Sunday ticket package for two more seasons. But the relationship between the NFL and AT&T was very strained. So as long as AT&T controlled DirecTV, it was very unlikely the two could ever come to an agreement on a Sunday ticket renewal. But now under new ownership, DirecTV is likely in the mix when the contract ends at the end of the 2022 season. No formal negotiations have begun. The question, according to R. John Oran, is whether DirecTV will have deep enough pockets to pay what's necessary to keep the package because you know a number of media and tech companies are interested in the Sunday ticket package. Perhaps DirecTV sticks with Sunday ticket if the NFL decides to split the package among several media companies. Let's shift to soccer because we talked about the success of the U.S. men's national soccer team at the CONCACAF Gold Cup. And we know the women's team remains a very, very big draw despite not taking home the gold medal from Tokyo. Well, look for a media deal for English and Spanish language rights to the U.S. soccer's men's and women's soccer inventory. That includes the She Believes Cup and the CONCACAF Nations League. A deal could be reached within the next five or six weeks. That's according to our John Rand. Remember, the rights have been part of the MLS package, but now U.S. soccer took those rights in-house and is selling them as its own package. ESPN and Fox 
Fox are engaged. CBS has been making inroads in soccer as well. They could be interested. NBC Sports also is likely to be interested. So look for a media deal around the U.S. soccer's game inventory sometime over the next five to six weeks. And finally, we talked about how the NFL Combine could be on the move as soon as 2023 if it does leave Indianapolis. Well, count the Minnesota Vikings as very interested. The Vikings have sent an expression of interest to the NFL to have the Combine at U.S. Bank Stadium as soon as 2023 should it become available. Remember, the Combine has been held in Indianapolis since 1987, and we've talked about the combine being a very highly sought after property. And I think you're going to see more expressions of interest from other markets. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, August 3rd, a busy Tuesday, a very exciting day at the Olympics for the U.S. team. And we'll have a full recap on tomorrow's buzzcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Please stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'm Abe Madcore. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.